this Christmas morning. We're going to be this morning looking at the unexpected wise men, and we're going to see how they were wise as they honoured King Jesus with their, their gifts. And we're going to look at how we can be wise at Christmas this year. So what I'm going to need is actually 12 volunteers who can read. Okay, so if you want to come, come forward, yep, yep, come forward. You only have to read one verse each. Not, not you, Sam. Let's see, so I've got, got, got three here so far. Four. Ah, you can read, okay, good, good. Oh, yeah, any, don't, you don't have to be children, you can be adults too, let's see. Okay. Can I have you in a line along here, please? We're going to need a few more volunteers still. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Oh, there's 11. One more. Ah, there we go. Very good. Very good. It's only one verse each. So we're going to be reading Matthew chapter 2 this morning, and it's just one verse each. So hopefully they're all in order. You start... If you, if you can read it and then turn it around so everyone can see it as well. Well, hopefully, depending how good their, uh, their eyes are. Wait, wait till I've given them all out, though. Go on then, gorilla. You can have that one. You can do it in your best gorilla voice when you do it, yeah? There you go. And there you go. Okay, Val. Now, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of Herod the king, behold, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem. Saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. And assembling all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They told him, in Bethlehem of Judea, for so it is written by the prophet. And you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judea, are by no means least among the rulers of Judea, for from you shall come a ruler, who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod summoned the wise men secretly and ascertained from them what time the star had appeared. And he sent them to go to Bethlehem, saying, Go and search diligently for the child, and when you have found him, bring, bring me the word that I too may come and worship him. After listening to the king, they went on their way, and behold, the star that they had seen when it rose went before them, until it came to rest over the place where, they, where the child was. When they saw the star, they rejoiced exceedingly with great joy. And going into the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they fell down and worshipped him. Then opening their treasures, they offered him gifts, gold and frankincense and myrrh. 
and being warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed to their own country by another way. Thank you. That's great. Just stay there a minute. Um, it's, it's great to, to see it. And a, a careful reading of the text and other texts around it would, uh, would make it clear that actually these wise men, unlike popular tradition, probably didn't turn up in the stable. They, uh, they would actually came slightly later when Mary and Joseph were in a house there as well. But thank you very much, guys. Come and go and uh, grab your, your seat. Uh, you can put them down there, that's fine. Anyway, today I just have three very brief points that I want to bring. Don't worry, they're, they're very brief. Well, the first one's slightly longer, but the rest are very brief. Anyway, but the three points is this, recognizing King Jesus. The second one is the cost of making Jesus king. And the third one is being obedient to the king. So who here knows the traditional names of the wise men. Anyone? Anyone? Jasper, I heard. Yeah, that's one of them. But yeah, yeah, Beltizar and Melka. Yeah, there you go. Well done. That was, a, that was a three traditional names given to the wise men. We don't actually know if there were three kings or, or more. The Bible doesn't tell us because it's not important information. What is important, though, is that the nations came, people from the nations came to worship the one born king of the Jews. Even as a babe, God began to fulfill his promise in Isaiah where it says, and the nations shall come to your light and kings to the brightness of your rising. Now the wise men elsewhere are known as kings, aren't they? We used to sing that popular carol. We don't really hear it anymore. Well, the kids used to sing it. We three kings of Orientar, bearing gifts, we've traveled so far. I won't go on because people change the words and I don't actually remember the proper words. I only remember the, the, the changed uh, words. So, so the kings, these kings came to the, the birth of Jesus. As Isaiah says elsewhere, it is too light a thing that you, my servant, that you should be my servant to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserved of Israel. I will make you as a light for the nations, that my salvation may go out to the ends of the earth. And of course, Jesus, at the end of his ministry in life here on earth, before he goes back to heaven, he sends his disciples, and, and through them the church, all of us, out to the nations to tell them the good news that we can have in Jesus Christ. It's the Great Commission. Yet God ordained it right from the beginning, whilst he was still a babe, that the nations would recognize who he is. Not just the, the poor shepherd people, but also the nations would come to him too. How they worked out, these men from the east, that this star appearing meant that Jesus, the king of the Jews, was born, we don't know. And again, it's not important information, because if we needed to know, it would be the Bible would make that clear to us. So don't spend lots of time thinking, oh, well, maybe they worked it out this way, or maybe it was to do with the prophecy in Numbers 24, or maybe it was to do with one of Isaiah's prophecies, or maybe it was some other means like that. If we needed to know, we, like, we might like to know, but if we needed to know, it would be in the Bible. We don't need to know that. What we need to recognize is that these kings, these wise men, they chose to come and to recognize 
Jesus. They came from the nations to worship him and to bow their knees before him. Just as Philippians 2 tells us that ultimately, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow and in heaven and earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. These wise men were wise because they came and did this willingly. They listened to the advice in, in Psalm chapter 2 where it says this, Now therefore, O kings, be wise. Be warned, O rulers of the nations. Serve the Lord with fear and rejoice with trembling. Kiss the son, lest he be angry and you perish in your way. Blessed are all who take refuge in him. What about you this morning? No one forced these wise men. They came and worshipped Jesus when he had done nothing really as, as, a, as a man uh, so far. He was still a babe. How much more should you and I live our lives in a way that honours and brings worship to him. The expression, kiss the sun, is a way of saying, submitting your life to him. You know, people would come and they'd kiss the, uh, the king's hand or the, king, the ring on the king's hand as a way of saying, I'm under your authority. I'm under your rule and your reign. It's a way that we can say we are going to honor and submit to, to Jesus. What about you? This morning, you see, there's no winning. There's no winning in rebelling against Jesus. You're the loser in this life and in the life to come. When Jesus returns, he will return with all the glory and power of heaven to wrap up history and to make this world a, a, a much better, perfect place. And for all those who took refuge in him, he would take them to be with him to a place that he's prepared. But even in this life, Jesus says this. He says, I have come to give you life and life in all its fullness. It's the devil, Jesus says, who has come to steal, to kill and destroy your life. You know, the truth is, the more you allow Jesus to be the boss of your life, the more you surrender to him, the freer and the happier you will become in your life. doesn't mean you won't have any troubles. In fact, Jesus says you'll probably have more troubles if you, if you uh, put him first and start following him. But he says, I will also be with you in those troubles. I will give you my peace. I will give you my joy through those troubles. And actually, he will lead your life in a much, much better way than you would lead it yourself. To do things your way, or the most popular funeral song is to do it my way, is actually the fool's way. The way of the wise men was to recognize who Jesus was and to surrender to him. If you haven't done that this Christmas time, can I encourage you to look into it and to make Jesus your king? We have these uh, Why Christmas books. Feel free to um, speak to me afterwards and I'll, I'll give you one uh, of them. For those of us who have done that, let's make sure we choose daily to live our lives in the light of the king. Uh, our lives are actually surrendered to him. Don't allow yourself, your spouse, 
your uh, kids, your work, your pleasure, wealth, whatever, to take first place in your heart. The only thing that should be first place in your heart is Jesus. And when you put him first place, everything else finds its proper place in your life. So that's my first point, recognizing Jesus as king. Secondly, the cost of making Jesus king. These wise men, to be considered from the east, meant that they came from at least Babylonia, if not Persia. So to get to Jesus, that meant they would have had to have traveled at least 800 miles, if not further. So it would have taken them several months to get there. It would have cost them greatly financially to do it. And more than this, they were, it would have cost them in terms of they were putting their lives at risk, not only from bandits, but they were coming out of the Parthian Empire into the Roman Empire. So any status that they had in their own empire would actually go against them in this enemy empire. So they were risking their lives to go and see Jesus. Yet at great personal cost, the wise men made the journey. My friends, it costs us nothing to know Jesus. We are, it's, it's freely available friendship with him. We are saved by grace through faith. Yet when we know Jesus, when we surrender our lives to him, all that we have becomes his. As Christians, we no longer live our lives as our own. We live it for Jesus because our lives have been brought with a price. The, the price is the blood of Christ. The Apostle Paul says this, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. Whilst your salvation, your place in heaven, if you like, is completely free, it costs you, or should cost you, everything to follow Jesus. But as I said already, as you surrender your life to him, the more you surrender to him, you realize he actually sets you free. As the famous hymn goes, I won't sing it to you. There's a reason why they don't let me in the choir. Phil's nodding, saying, thank you, thank you. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I won't sing it to you. It's a, the popular hymn says, Jesus, all to Jesus, all I am and have and ever hope to be. All of my ambitions, hopes and plans, I surrender them into his hands. For it is only in your will that I am free. Jesus has come to set you free. And the more you surrender to him, the more he will set you free. Be wise this Christmas, like the wise men, and choose to completely surrender yourself to Jesus, because he will set you completely free. And the final point is that we're called to be obedient to the king. Finally, in the passage, notice that the wise men, once they had seen Jesus, God gives them a dream and says, don't go back to Herod, go a different way. So at great cost to themselves, they defy King Herod's command and are obedient to God and go a, a longer detour route home. O only thing I'm going to say on this to you is, once 
You make Jesus your king, which I know most of us in the room has. The king speaks. He speaks to us. He speaks to us primarily through his word, the the Bible. But he also speaks to us through prophetic words. He speaks to us through dreams, impressions, circumstances. The king speaks. And if you're wise, you will listen and be obedient to what the king tells you to do or is telling you to do. My friends, these wise men, they were wise because they took steps of faith to go and see Jesus and to be obedient to the dream that they had been given. Even though by being obedient it it meant great risk for them and it meant a slight detour in their journey. My friends, whatever God tells you to do, be wise this Christmas and choose to listen to him and be obedient to him because he has the best for you. As I've already said, he has the best for you not only in this life but in the life to come. So this Christmas, let us learn from the unexpected wise men how to be wise through recognizing Jesus as king. Let him be in charge of your life despite the cost It's worth being obedient to him because not only is it the right thing to do, but the king is returning. And when he returns, he will reward all those who took refuge in him. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. I'll invite the band up as as I pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for your goodness. Lord, thank you for your great love for us, that you were willing to come to earth, to be born in the humblest of conditions, Lord God, and to live amongst us all those years, and then ultimately to go to the cross, to die to save us. Lord, we just stand in awe of you this morning. Lord, we're so grateful to you. We thank you that you have made a way for us to be forgiven, for us to have an eternal future Lord God, with you, Lord God, you've made a way for us to know you and to enjoy you forever. And Lord God, I just pray for each one of us in this room that you would just meet with us afresh, Lord, that you'd fill us with your Holy Spirit, Lord God. And for those that don't know you, I pray you'd just speak into their hearts afresh, Lord God, reveal something more of yourself to them this morning. And I just pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You have been listening to a sermon from Christchurch Hailsham. For more information or to contact us, visit ChristchurchHailsham.org.